Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. What up? Man, it is, good. Red Friday. <laughs> it is good to be with you on this Friday afternoon. Hello. Man, we are ready. Scott is Whoa. actually wearing red this Red Friday. I am wearing red. The, the word says not the Chiefs. It says Nebraska. But it's red. It's okay. It it's is. red. Go Big Red. Go Big good Red. Uh, how's everybody doing? Everybody's good. Good to have the group together. Everybody's doing well. Is uh, the we... fog lifted there? No. No. Oh, the, the, man. The, I swear to God, it feels like we live on Venus. Right? It's raining all the time. It's foggy all the time. Anyway. Um, we have got to get into what was your 24 hours. <laughs> no, I want to talk about Gabby Petito. I want to talk about you impersonating a police officer. Oh, wait, wait, what? Imper- First of all, I did not impersonate a police officer. We will get to that story in a moment. I just, in my mom's voice, very sternly said something to a young man who was misbehaving. And what he no, no. thought I meant by it is on him, not on me. That is not what you told me this morning when we had a brief FaceTime conversation when you were clearly at the hair salon because you had a lot of aluminum foil on your head. Got my blonde hair back. <laughs> I would never impersonate a police officer you, because that's against the law, you, Scott. You said, and I quote, I don't want to get into this on the air, but I may or may not have impersonated a police officer last <laughs> night. That's a direct quote. That's a direct quote. And so where do we go first the second we start the show? So Sam, I I go to this fancy bar that happened to be inside of a casino to go watch Graham Ray play. You know Graham Ray that does this dead-on impression, beautiful impression of um, Jason Isbell. He's just an incredible singer. Is it a song called Cover Me Up or something? Because Sarah Falky was, Sarah Falky, I went down to the sales pit a little while ago and Sarah Falky was playing me this song and she she said you had posted it on on Facebook or something. Yeah. And she said, yeah. this song is absolutely amazing. Yeah, five years ago, I told you to listen to that song by Jason Isbell. You never listen to me. So anyway, I'm listening to him. I'm having the time of my life. And all of these people come in who happen to be attorneys and judges. They're having like a conference down there at this place. So I'm surrounded by three or four women who happen to be judges and a bunch of criminal defense people. So I'm just saying hi, and we're enjoying the music. And at the end of the night, I go decide to play a couple hands of cards because the performance was in a casino. And you know how in a casino, Sam, you're packed in there. And so my back is to another young man whose back faces my back, and he's at a different table than I am. Okay, so, so we're now like, at the Texas Hold'em table. Yeah. Okay. He's at, like, the first position on his table, and I'm at, like, the last position on mine so he's directly behind me and i notice immediately 
the guy is in his mid-20s, is obnoxious, loud, I mean loud, Scott, uh, disruptive, hmm. and just rude. I mean, just the kind of guy that the women I was yeah. sitting next with were like, good God, somebody shut that guy up. Yeah. There was a chance of inebriation, I'm, I'm yep. guessing. Okay. So this goes on for a while, and then I overhear the pit boss say to him, because I'm, I'm literally seven inches to the other side of him. But he can't see me, Scott. And I hear the pit boss say to him, Sir, this is your last warning. You are not allowed to talk to the waitstaff in that manner. Mm. And he says, Well, I can't help it if I like what I see around here. Oh, boy. I mean, yep. And I don't know what it was he was saying to the staff, but it was sexually inappropriate, inappropriate mm -hmm. and awful. And it was a female pit boss that said, this is your last warning. And then I heard her say, you can admire her from afar. That's it. You cannot say another word. And he's kind of, oh, I know, I know. Well, she's pretty. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. And he says, I didn't mean to be a blank. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be a blank. And then Dana, you know me. I can only take it. For so long, what a man is being like that, and yep. in the way he was treating that poor waitress. Good for you. And I turned around and I said, oh, no, you're mistaken. You've been a blank all night long. Oh, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Good for you. Good for you. And so, the, Was he not the, a fan of that? The dealer at my table said, oh, God, good for you. God, he's been driving us all nuts. And I go, I don't know what he said to that waitress. No one should have to put up with that. But That's I can right. guess That's right. if the pit boss has said, we're going to escort you out of here. So he gets up to go to the restroom, walks by my table, Scott, and says, ma'am, I'm sorry. I, I would like to apologize. I did not mean to be a blank hole. And I'm just, I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm not going to do it again. Okay. And he goes to walk off. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? I, I said, I, you, I have a son about your age. And I just want you to know. You need to be careful because you never know who is sitting next to you when you are saying things like that. <laughs> you impersonated stopped. a police officer. No, I did not. I said, you never know who is seated right next to you when you are saying things like that. And, and, and who, Dana, pray tell, well, might, might be seated next to him. he stopped and looked at me and he said, well, what, uh, what, what what, what, what do you mean by that? Who are you? And I go, Officer you Dana. Been, you, have ar you have already been warned. You need to be careful, and I want you to remember this. You never know who is in earshot when you are behaving like okay, that. Okay, you were going full nope. bore fake cop. That's all cop. I said. That's all I said. I didn't say I was a law enforcement officer. You might as well have. See, I said, I have a son about your age, and I want you to remember this because you never know who is sitting next to you and listening when you are behaving the way you were just behaving, you never know, and you remember that. You missed an opportunity my, there. I said it in my mom's voice. Okay. What well, you should have said. Went, oh, 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 oh. And I'm telling you, Scott, he will think twice because he doesn't know who I am. He he could have thought that I was with the CIA. He could have thought which would have been I illegal was, as well. Uh, 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 some sort of uh, women's rights advocate, which I consider myself to be. I didn't say I was a cop. I said, you never know who you're sitting next to. And guess what? It was a woman who gets paid with a microphone in front of her face. That's right. And now the whole world knows it. That's right. See, next never time. Never know who's listening. Next time this you goes down. pushing that envelope, buster. <laughs> and they say, who are you? You say, 
your worst nightmare. That's right. I don't you know. You should have you... seen the look on his face, Scott. Did you, did you... I mean to tell you, and let me tell you what, he just left. Right, he went to the bathroom, <laughs> came back, got his stuff, and left. You, you should have looked at him and said, I have a very special set of skills. <laughs> you don't even want to know who you're messing with, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to tell the whole world about you tomorrow. I, I did not say I'm a cop, and, and I didn't bring in assault or battery. I didn't use any legal terms. I just said, you never know who you're sitting next to. That's true. All the Everything that I said was true. You could go to Town Topic. That's even in their tagline. You never know who you're going to sit next to at Town Topic. <laughs> Bit of a stretch. He went to the bathroom, pooped in his pants, and, and left. Came back, good. Got his chips and left. Well, good. If 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 he was being a jerk and he was treating women with disrespect, then screw him. For the pit boss to come over and warn you and say we're going to escort you out of here yeah. if you don't knock it off. That's I don't bad. know what it was he said, but that's bad. They yeah. want your money. Yeah. No, that that's that's a bad sign. <laughs> Buddy of mine who's a cop said impersonating a police officer is a felony. Yes, it is. I did not impersonate a police officer. Did you flash a badge? He said just be careful. You never know who you're sitting next to when you're behaving like that. Did you flash a badge? No, I don't have a badge. Okay, oh, I don't know. Now, you flash a badge, you're in, that is a felony. I'm not going to engage in felonious behavior. Somebody on the text line says, uh, after you admonished him, mm-hmm. and you let him know that that kind of behavior is not acceptable That's anymore. Right. And he went to the bathroom, pooped himself, and then left. As he walked out the door, somebody on the text line wants to know, did you say to yourself, It's been handled. <laughs> you go on and get out of here, young man. It's been handled. It's been handled. It's been handled. Enjoy, enjoy your math. <laughs> Quick break. We've got Festivus Friday, the airing of the grievances coming your way right after the five o'clock news here on Dana and Parks. She is Dana Wright. He is Sam Stevie the third. My name is Scott Parks on KMVZ. It's been handled. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. A story here from the USA Today. Alyssa Milano's baseball fundraiser request is striking out. On social media, the oh, charmed God. the charmed star is facing backlash after asking fans to donate to a fundraiser for her son's baseball team. Uh, says Alyssa Milano on Twitter, my son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Milano then linked it to her GoFundMe page <laughs> that is seeking $10,000 for the team's travel fund. What's worse is that she has already generated $8,000. I don't know who the people are that donated $8,000, Scott. Critics are slamming Milano for asking fans to pitch in financially, with some asking why she can't cover the costs herself. You're a damned millionaire, wrote somebody on Twitter. Pay for your son's trip yourself. Listen to this quote. This is one of my favorites. Why is she asking for money from people who can barely afford to buy groceries. I'm going to read her full tweet here, by the way. 
My son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be so greatly appreciated. You can read more about the trip and make your donation here. What? Mm -hmm. Uh, She also responded to critics who are saying, why don't you pay for this yourself? Writing, and I quote, I've paid for uniforms for the entire team and the coaches, thrown birthday parties and sponsor any kid who can't afford monthly dues. The kids also do fundraising themselves, car washes, movie nights. Thank you to all who have contributed to the GoFundMe. You've made things easier for these boys and their families. Okay. Uh, Another person asked, Alyssa Milano has lost her mind. How out of touch and tone deaf can one person possibly be? Uh, It is worth noting that her husband, David Bugliari, is Hmm? a powerhouse at an entertainment agency in Hollywood. They are both multi-millionaires. I feel like people like that just don't, like, this is so tone deaf that she probably would take candy bars and, and sales into the office too. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you and I, like stars, they're just like us. Does anyone want to buy wrapping paper or hostas to raise <laughs> money for my kid's school? I mean, like, what? Uh, Alyssa Milano, by the way, in 2024, has an estimated net worth of $10 million dollars. Her husband is uh, estimated to be worth roughly $5 million. So between the two, I think they could probably find 10 grand. Now, in fairness, and let me read you this, both of you. Somebody on Twitter came to her defense. Okay. Let, let me read you this defense, and then you tell me if you disagree. Is Alyssa Milano supposed to pay for everything that her son's baseball team does? It's normal for parents to help raise money. It's normal to ask a famous parent to spread the word. Now, hear me out. This person may have a point. How presumptuous would it be? Let's say there are 16, 17 kids on this baseball team, Mm -hmm. okay? And they're all from Los Angeles, so their parents all probably have a decent amount of money, I'm assuming, if they're on Alyssa Milano's kids' baseball team, right? But if, if she were to come forward and say, um, let's go ahead and skip the fundraiser. I'm Alyssa Milano. Uh, I was a famous child actor, and I was also in Charmed. I'm going to cover everything. You guys don't have anything to worry about. All 17 of you, don't. let's not go do this push drive. Let's not go raise money. I'm rich. I'm Alyssa Milano. I'll pay for everything. And then people would be pissed. And it, it would oh, be like, don't, she thinks she yeah, is. don't yeah. insult me. Don't take this opportunity away from my kid to go out and raise money for their baseball team. Uh, from the text line, based on her defense testimony, uh, if we want to call it that, uh, she's tired of paying for everything for the team. Sounds like she's been doing it quite a lot uh, based on what she said. Why are these parents not ponying up? I, I think if you want to let the kids fundraise, you let the kids fundraise. And if she doesn't want to be a part of it, do you know what I'm saying, Scott? Why post it on her very high-profile public page? What's funny is, had had the husband posted it that most people had never heard of, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. No, you're right. You're right. It's the fact that she probably enjoys 5 million followers, and you know she's asking fans who, as one person astutely wrote, are struggling to put groceries on their table – to support a team that is probably predominantly made up of people that are very well off. Right. Come on. It's it's so tone deaf. 
No, I, I don't dispute that it's tone deaf. What, what, what probably should have had, what probably should have happened, is all these rich Los Angeles parents, Alyssa Milano included, and her husband, should have let the kids go out and fundraise and not said anything on social media. No, just leave it alone. Go let hit the, up grandma and grandpa yeah. like everybody else. Yeah, go stand outside of Hy-Vee and and wait for two hours while you get a couple of donations, but don't put it on social media. Asking yeah. the public for help for your kids' baseball tournament. We get it. Yeah, it's it's. Mm, By the way, mm, can, can we go back to the fact that she's only worth ten million dollars? This this is a young lady who was in the Scream movies. She was in Charmed, which is still in syndication. She was in Growing Pains, not Growing well, Pains. In, um, uh, who's the boss? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Um. Which is also in syndication. How is she only worth ten million dollars? She spends maybe she too really much. Does need the GoFundMe because <laughs> ten million in Hollywood doesn't get you very far. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, maybe she pays for too Let's much of the baseball team ringing, stuff. People. Let's get those phones ringing. <laughs> Telephone number is nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight. We will do Festivus Friday coming up right after the five o'clock news. The airing of the grievances. We do it every Friday afternoon. At 5 o'clock, here on Dana and Parks. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Alyssa Milano is worth $10 million. Her husband, apparently some bigwig, is worth five. But she's created a GoFundMe page to pay for her son's baseball trip to Cooperstown and is asking you, would you be so kind? Could you make any a donation? Amount, any amount's helpful. Let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. About what year did we generally get rid of coming to the office with the candy bars and the sign up for the crap for the kids to raise money for the thing? You haven't because seen back it in since the 80s. You haven't, seen, you haven't seen it since COVID. I'll, I'll guarantee you that. 
you remember this, Scott, it, it had gotten out of hand where if you yeah. allow this as a company, mm-hmm. you know, you've got Marge one day selling the candy bars, you've got John coming in and, and then let's be honest with our coworkers. You do feel some obligation. Yep. Yeah, fine. Sign me up for six candy bars. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's just gone by the wayside now because you can fundraise electronically. It's not as awkward when you bring stuff into work. Like, Sam, do you do you remember ever working anywhere where there was an updated policy that it was like maybe not banned, but frowned upon that you do that to your coworkers? Uh, I don't know about a policy, but definitely when I was in grade school, we did trash bags and the flower sale. So trash bags in the fall, flower sale. You guys are leaving out Girl Scout cookies. We did not get yes, Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, but. but the trash bags, I'll give you this, Sam. The trash bags are useful. Whoever came up with that as a fundraising idea was brilliant. Oh, we had people buy their year's supply just so that yes, their kids Yes, because could it's get, something yeah. you need anyway. Let's go to Dave in Liberty. Dave, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, Scott. Hey, Dana. Fool and his money soon part ways. That's right. You yeah. have you have multimillionaires whose base is willing to send them money. You can go on Nextdoor app every week, and somebody has set up a GoFundMe page. Alyssa Milano is classless. I think anybody that does something like that in the position that they are in are classless. But when it comes down to basic responsibility, these are grown adults willing to give her this money. And All I right. could care less either way because they want to give her the money. Absolutely. Go ahead and give it to her. I don't need any credence to it whatsoever. She's different than you and I are, though. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Sam wouldn't do it. But Alyssa Milano would. And if somebody wants to give them money, I'll guarantee you if Dana went on, and set up a GoFundMe page for softball teams or whatever, people would give you money. But you're a better person than that. Is it also because it feels, um, you know, that this is recreational, this is for the kids to go to Cooperstown, and and it feels different um, versus I have a friend battling breast cancer and, you know, her husband now can't work because he's helping take care of the kids. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't a separate category of let's raise money because this is frivolous. Let's well, be honest. Sending a, a bunch of nine-year-olds to, to Cooperstown is in the uh, hierarchy of GoFundMes is a frivolous request versus something where someone is in a medical need of help. Well, if, if this was for a friend and she was sharing a, Go, she was sharing a GoFundMe link to her we friends, even be talking about no, it. no, we wouldn't because she's not responsible for her friend's uh, medical expenses or day-to-day expenses while she's going through, you know, breast cancer or brain cancer or whatever. The fact that this is for her son, so that she doesn't have to pay the money when she clearly right. has the money, I think that's where people find it so offensive. Well, and to the Twitter responder's point, she's asking people who probably don't have the money to cough up something that only the privileged can do because elite baseball is not cheap. She said that she's helped out with dues. I find that hard to believe being in LA that the people on that team can't afford those dues. So I'm not really sure how much she's bucked up to pay for the other players. What I do know is that that's not cheap. And most of the people that are probably donating to that fund can't afford for their own kids to be on that. Yeah, I'm going to call BS on the, I've bought 
jerseys for the coaches and other players. Uh, w- w- where does her son play? In the inner city? Uh, it is called The Birds is the name of the yeah. team, and I looked it up, and they have an entire website dedicated to the baseball program, the, which tells me that it's not cheap. The, the, <laughs> they these, have a, wait, they have a website the, for a little league team? Yeah. The, these, oh, are peop- these are people who clearly can afford their own jerseys. So when she says that she bought the jerseys for the coaches and the other players, I'm calling garbage. I'll tell you this. I don't even see locally when, like, let's say in high school, the kids have the opportunity to go to Europe to go perform, Scott. Um, you know, let's say it's the, um, not the theater club, but the choir or, you know, there's an annual trip to Europe band. that some of these kids get to take for band. I don't even see local parents putting that out there and saying, can you help crowdsource this? No. Because I think most people are not comfortable with the thought of help my child go to Europe. Help, you know what I mean? Yes. It sounds a little bit tawdry. Yes. And it's one thing if they want to hold a car wash, you know, and, sure. and on a street corner or something, and you go through and donate your $20. I, I don't even see a lot of parents anymore putting those requests for money up because it's just, it doesn't feel right. Let's go to Eric in Kansas City. Eric, good afternoon. Hello. I just, I don't know why we're necessarily holding it against her when I'm going to have to disagree with Anna a little bit here. Like, people put Facebook stuff all the time. Like, parents put things, raising money for their kids all the time. You can scroll through Facebook, repeatedly see it. Just because she's a celebrity doesn't necessarily mean that she, I mean, it'd be one thing if she was like, if you don't donate, I'm going to make sure I block you from my page, but that's not what she's doing. (laughs) She's just saying, I would like you guys to consider helping if you'd like to help. And it's her kid raising the money. I mean, yes, she's got a lot of money of her own, but at the same time, it's her kid. I'm sure everybody on the team is probably raising money, too. So what are the other parents doing and stuff like that? Yeah. But I I think it would be one thing if her kid was to say, hey, I've created this GoFundMe page. I'm I'm looking to go to Cooperstown uh, if you would be willing to – to donate, that would be great. Any amount helps. Her or, kid probably doesn't have 5 billion followers. No. That's it, why it's it, on her page. It, it's the fact that she put it out. Now, granted, she should not be responsible for all the uniforms for the players and for the coaches and for paying for this and paying for that just because she's Alyssa Milano. Having said that, when you're Alyssa Milano, you don't get to start your own GoFundMe page. Right. Now, had her son set up the GoFundMe page, posted it on his social media, assuming he had it, yeah. and she shared it, the optics yeah. would be very different because hey, he's grandma, putting in the hey, legwork. I'm, I'm telling you right now, we don't give to any of that stuff anymore. And I remember being shamed in elementary school, Scott, shamed because they wanted all of the parents to go out and sell whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember. Let's Mm -hmm. say it was garbage, but I don't even remember what it was. And, you know, by the time you get to the third or fourth child, while you want to do things to to help the school and whatever this was for, um, you get to a point where you, it's enough. I don't know. I'm not going out and knocking on doors and asking with four children, all of the grandparents and friends and neighbors who are also peddling the same crap. I'm just not going to do it. And I got a call from someone on the PTA. I will never forget this as long as I live. 
that said, hey, can you call me? We've noticed you have not participated in the fundraiser this year. Uh-oh. And we are going for 100% participation. Mm-hmm. I did not call her back. I get a second phone call. This is so-and-so. I'm really just would like to talk to you about participating in the fundraiser. And it was basically, Scott, you are the only family that is not participating. Uh-oh. And then once I was like being shamed for it, then you know me, I'm just doubling down. I'm like, now not only am I not going to do it, I'm going to tell the world I'm not going to do it. And here's what, like, stop shaming me into peddling crap that everyone is sick and tired of getting hit up for. I'm not doing it. In one of the richest districts, by the way, in the in the country, you know, to, to buy new whiteboards or whatever it was, like, no, I'm not doing it. And I'm not going to feel guilty about not doing it either. Lenore in Eudora, Hello. Hi, thanks for taking my call. So I disagree with the previous caller. I heard Denzel Washington in an interview one time. His son, John, was a a pro football player, and he won a scholarship to college. And Denzel Washington said, no, I can pay for it. Give the scholarship to somebody else. And the the coach said, your son earned it. He's getting the scholarship. And so Denzel said, okay, I'll pay for some other kid to go to school who wouldn't otherwise be able to do that. That's That's what a parent does, right? And so I, my, my original point, though, was these GoFundMe pages make me feel like we teach our children and our adults worse that you don't have to work for things. It's just you just, oh, I don't have that. I'll ask everybody else for whatever reason to Great pay point. it on my behalf. My mother, when I sold Girl Scout cookies, she didn't drive me door to door. I walked. That's right. And I yeah. held the little, I rang the doorbell and I held the pen. And we don't teach our kids to walk, to, to work. And to your point yesterday, Scott, when you talked about being narcissistic to that poor woman who was dead and nobody addressed it, I think it's all that same thing. We no yeah. longer think outside ourselves. Yeah, you know, Somebody else will do it. Call. I don't have to help that woman because somebody else will do it. Do you remember the um, listener who called in a couple of weeks ago, Scott? And I think it was his grievance. He was in the insurance industry. To her point, he was in the health insurance industry. And he said, medical GoFundMe is not insurance. Correct. It is not a replacement for insurance. He said, it drives me crazy that people aren't <clears throat> properly insured or they just think, well, if something happens, I'll GoFundMe it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a story about this earlier in the year where the average medical GoFundMe raises like $1,600 for bills that are 100 times that if something catastrophic happens but you to can, you. You can create a GoFundMe for anything. I mean, remember a couple of years ago, there was a GoFundMe for like an uh, an onion? And the, you they were just generating money, and, and all you did was you looked at this onion. Yeah. And one, one of the proudest moments as a parent uh, was years ago, uh, and it showed up on my Facebook um, memories the other day as 10 years ago. And it was Maya standing at the front door of somebody's house in Roland Park. And, and she was selling Girl Scout cookies. And I can still remember this day as if it was yesterday in my mind's eye. We were walking the neighborhood, and I told her, I said, if you're going to sell Girl Scout cookies, I'll go with you. And we'll walk the neighborhood, and we'll, we'll sell Girl Scout cookies. And <laughs> I did. You did the deal. Yeah. And I, I'll never forget when I took that picture of her at somebody's front door Knocking on their door to sell Girl Scout cookies. And by the way, jerks, you said no. Did uh, they tell her no? They did tell her no. But I, I, I'll never forget standing at the driveway and I was walking up with her and she turns to me with her little sign-up sheet in her hand. And she goes, 
I got this on my own. Wait here. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she looks at me. Yes. She goes, I've got this on my own. I've got this. Wait here. I don't need you to sell my I'm like, who, who are you? Dad. Mike DePasquale? I mean, you got this? But that's a very interesting point that Lenore made is that it, the fundraisers are to teach kids to step up. That's right. So if mom's going to take care of it, what are you teaching kids? Mm-hmm. Oh, no need to step up. Mom's got it. Mom's yep. rich. That's a Mom great point. Mom has a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that point. I'll give you that point. 913-586-7798. Um, when are we going to talk about Brian Landry's horrible parents? In the three o'clock hour. After we get a breakdown from the two of you on the Lacey Peterson documentary. Oh, I started oh, last yeah, night. We, we both started deep dive down a 20-year-old rabbit hole last night. But this Brian Laundry parent story, yeah. I am furious. Yeah. Because everyone has said, what did they know and when did they know it? There was a bombshell we found out today. Mm-hmm. They knew. They knew from is day one. criminal, by the way, Scott? Yes, it would have I to be. I want to talk about that coming up. Because this will. is a civil lawsuit where they are suing his parents mm-hmm. for pain and devastation and all of those things because they withheld information that they knew she was dead. It's called hindering a why prosecution. Is, why is that not a crime? It is a crime. And they then should why be. why are they not in jail? Well, they should be. Good. We agree on that. 913 You know I'm deep <laughs> undercover today. I am on a roll. You are. I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> I have a very, very special set of skills. 913-586-7798. Maybe we'll get into this a little bit later, but I was just going through the stack. Nikki Haley had her husband change his name. Legally? This is the funniest story. And we are not talking politics. This is just about the name because it's so funny. So apparently his name is Bill. His entire life his name has been Bill. But if you notice when people address him, they call him Michael. Okay. His name is not Michael. And apparently, and this is in the New York Times, when she met him and they started dating, he says, my name is Bill. And she gave him this kind of funny look. And she said, you don't look like a Bill. What is your full name? And he replied, William, Michael, whatever. And she says, well, I'm going to call you Michael. And so his entire life up until the point where they met, everyone calls him Bill. His entire life from the point that they met forward, everyone calls him Michael. Oh, my gosh. It's just a fact. No, wait. No, you're right. It says right here, Haley, Bill. Bill Haley was was known as William or Bill until 1989 when he met yeah. his future wife, who started calling him by his middle name, Michael. Huh. So he's got two sets of lives. He's got the first part of his life up until age 30 or whatever. Everyone still from that part of his life calls him Bill. Everyone after they met and got married calls him Michael. And I got to thinking today... You know, I don't know that I necessarily think that Sam looks like a Sam or that Scott looks like a Scott. And so I think this hour we should test this theory. Um, Sam, I have always felt pretty strongly that you look like a Michael. Oh, we, we went with the same name as Mr. Haley? Yes. Okay. I right. think you look like a Michael. You, you but know I what's do funny? feel like you're such a nice guy. You don't go by Michael. You're Mike. Mm. 
my entire life, uh, I had this weird feeling, you know, when you're growing up and you just you wish that things were different for whatever reason. I'm yeah. cool with the name Sam, but my entire life, I've always said if I had a different name, it would be Michael. No way. Yep. I told you you're Mike. And Scott, I'm, I'm sorry to do this, but you're, you're Chad. Well, you're a Karen. Chad. <laughs> I'm not Karen. I don't look like a Karen. I don't look like a Chad. You do. Think about all of the big names in the 80s that everybody had, and it was Chad. I mean, Chad was the deal back in the 80s. Name one. I went to high school with 10 of them. Name one famous one. Chad. Um, mm -hmm. Chad. Waiting. Wait. Still waiting. Chad. Hmm. Well, wait a minute. Scott, you can qualify whether or not you're a Chad. Stand up real quick. Do you have cargo shorts on? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, Chad free. Chad free. I'm, 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 wearing, long, I'm wearing long pants today. Right. Chad and Todd pipe are out the window. In, pipe down in there, Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. What were you supposed to be named? Because okay, I was supposed so. to be named Cassidy, and my mom, for some reason, <laughs> thought that if I turned out to be a large woman, people would make fun of me and call me Mama Cass. Mama Cass from uh, Mamas and, thought, and Papas. That, that's, what, that's why you diverted from Cassidy, because you thought I'd be a large woman? So my mom and dad did not know if I was going to be a girl or a boy when I was born. Okay. Okay. So they had two names ready to go. My, <laughs> my, my mom wanted to name me Mayo. I told you that before. Yeah, and your and, dad said hell no. Yeah, my, my, my mom wanted to name me Mayo the Third, and my okay. dad said hell to the no, so they came up with the boy's name of Scott. Okay. If, if I was a girl. Oh, please tell me it's Tiffany with an I. It's close. You're very close. Really? Uh, if I was a girl, my name would have been Tina. <laughs> Eat your food, Tina. <laughs> Eat uh, your food, Tina. Eat your food, Tina. By the way, I Googled famous guys named Chad. and uh, there, There's none other than Chad Kroger from Nickelback. In a remarkably small response from Google, there, only 420,000 results came up. Aww. See? Chad Coleman, Chad Smith, Chad Murray, okay. Chad Bradford. Mike, thank you for the information. I'm just going to continue on calling Scott Tina. <laughs> Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. Tina, eat. Eat the food. Eat the food! Yep. <laughs> so what's Dana's name? What was your what was your name gonna be if you were a boy? Um, I think they knew I was a girl. And so I am named after a waitress. Oh, in that's a right. Bar oh, that's in a right. mall. In Topeka, Kansas. Yep. They they aimed high with, with that one. <laughs> I'm like, couldn't you find some, you know. Famous it's socialite. Like, it's like when you break your arm for an embarrassing reason, people want to say, oh, I was really wrestling a bear. You know, you want it to be something more exciting than I just wasn't paying attention and I fell. <laughs> right. I do feel like they could have come up with something better than a waitress in a bar in a mall in Topeka, Kansas. Dan, what, we are. Dan what was your name going to be if you were a girl? I don't think, uh, I, I can't remember. Danielle? Yeah. I love Daniel. I love that name, Daniel. Oh, Very strong you. name. Yeah. I had I nothing do to do it. with it, but thank you. Do they call you that, Dan, when you're in trouble? Do they go, Daniel? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> 
I changed it to Dan when I got into broadcasting. Quick break for the news. Sam Sam Weinbaum. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, brother? Sam Weinbaum. (laughs) Sam Stevie, data right. My name is Scott Parks on KOBC. Your name is Tina. Tina. Tina Parks. Sorry. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.